When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why would you go on him for? What is that? Is that a leaf? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Oh, no, it's not. No, enough. it's the... Can you put the mic down, please? That's it, thank you. Yeah. We got there in the end. So, good morning, people. It is Wednesday, the 17th of May, and welcome to TDA, the day after your favourite news platform, and home of um, popular culture, as decided by you wonderful people, the culture. And as always, we are hosted by the bestest in the world. You should introduce yourselves, please. They call me E-Man, the pro-black activist, TDA producer and news analyst, and of course the melon in this jam-packed. Anybody else? No. Okay, well, it's your boy, Big Marks from the east side of the bridge. Six foot plus of pure temptation and all that good stuff. Good stuff. Sorry, all that good stuff. It's just me and E-Man in the building today, man. Me, E-Man and Brent, you get me? So we're going to try and make sure it's a um, jam-packed, fun mm. show for you, lot. you get me? We're going to get into it. Everybody all right? Yes. All right, cool. Shouts out, shouts out Esther. Oh, okay. Who shouts out Esther when she's not here? We just... Well, she should be celebrating anyway. But yeah. All right, cool. It's going to be sweet and sharp today, bro. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get to these headlines. All right, so our first headline takes us to America, right? Uh, President Joe Biden and Republican leaders have expressed cautious optimism that a deal to raise the U.S. debt ceiling is within reach following emergency talks at the White House. But a House of Representatives speaker by the name of Kevin McCarthy told reporters the two sides are still far apart. The standoff has forced Mr. Biden to cut short a foreign trip. Without a deal, the U.S. could enter a calamitous default, default on its $31.4 trillion debt as soon as the 1st of June. Crazy. A failure by the U.S. government to meet its debt obligations could trigger global financial chaos. So, as a result, the Democratic president said Tuesday's hour-long Oval Office meeting was good and productive, and he sounded upbeat about the prospects of an agreement. However, Mr. McCarthy said afterwards he believed the deal was possible by the end of the week. Asked about the risk of the U.S. falling off a fiscal cliff, the California congressman told the BBC, the great thing about that question is we've already taken the default off of the table. He also told reporters that a Biden-appointed representative 
would negotiate directly with his staff, which he said was a sign that the structure of how we negotiate has improved. Next headline takes us to... Sorry to cut you. Um, because Biden's all old and dry, he's mm. kind of made American politics a bit boring for me. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Mm-hmm. Or is it just me? No, no, I agree. Yeah, so I'm not really like keeping like abreast of the situation. How's he doing over there? I think it's still um, one of these type of situations. But you know, the, the I think the front, the front runner for the Republicans, yeah, it's either going to be between um, Trump or DeSantis. One DeSantis, who's the I think he's the Florida congressman, anyway. Yeah. So that guy, yeah, I feel like he might beat Trump to it, yeah, because of all the stuff that's surrounding Trump. Long story short, yeah, I feel like if it comes up with DeSantis against Biden, Biden might be in trouble. Because I feel like Biden's too... I, I don't think real productive change is happening under Biden's thing. Wouldn't and he be in trouble if he went up against Trump either? That's what was all. But he beat Trump the first time. And, and, and the media's still making Trump out to be all types of stuff. Like, even look at last week yeah. when, when they said that he, you know, was guilty of the... The essay with that woman, so I don't know, man. I think Republicans, if they if they if they want to win, I think they've pretty much got to go with DeSantis, man. Yeah, that'd be crazy to go for Trump again. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but yeah, man. Next headline brings us back to the UK, where apparently fraudsters who supplied falsified passports to some of the UK's most wanted criminals have been jailed. Anthony Bird, who obtained real passports in other people's names, then added the photographs of criminals. Um, including two fugitive murderers. He was jailed for six years and eight months after pleading guilty. Chris McCormack, who was his link with crime gangs, was also jailed and he got eight years. Judge Nicholas Ainley, Ainley pardon me, said that they had helped wicked, violent criminals. The NCA, which is the National Crime Agency, said that Beard's customers made an awful lot of money out of organised criminality. A third member of the gang, Alan Thompson, was sentenced to three years. Anthony Bird, by the way, 61 years old, and apparently, this is how they're describing him, um, he was a minor fraudster from Sydenham in South London. And he first devised a way of obtaining genuine passports for criminals to use two decades ago. He would find vulnerable people in rehab centres and veteran shelters, many of whom had drug or alcohol problems, and persuade them to lend them their identity in exchange for very little money. He would then apply to renew the vulnerable person's expired passport. But a photo he submitted would be a recent picture of a wanted criminal in need of a new identity. So by using the passport renewal process, he avoided the need for an in-person interview required for new passport applications, um, something that would be impossible for a criminal hiding out in another country. Beard countersigned the passport proposals himself. Later, he involved other people whose occupations included licensees and psychiatrists to supposedly confirm that the passport photos were true likenesses. So he threw it out, man, and he just exploited the system. I think, I think the system needs to take some accountability. <laughs> you know? But How much was his passports? Okay, so... Um, what they're saying is... that What the NCA is saying that he might have supplied as many as 108 fraudulently obtained genuine passports of a 20-year period, charging as much as £15,000 to £2,000 for each one. Yep. And, the, and the person who's passports were being used was getting a hundred pound yeah imagine yeah he had a system in place though telling you 20, 20 bags for a passport's decent money though yeah 100 percent. if it's a legit one they give it to you fly the world wanted criminals yeah that is yeah this whole organization those business must have been booming mm-hmm. <laughs> and he only got what eight years no six six years and eight months 
Ali's old as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, our next headline is going to be based on our topic of the day. And this is about Ms. Suella Braveman saying that white people should not feel guilty. Right? So she's claimed recently in, well, I believe it was yesterday, in, um, in that talk that she had to the Tories that we were speaking about yesterday, that white people should not feel any sense of collective guilt over their historic role in slavery. So well, the brave men lashed out at people today or yesterday being blamed for things that happened before they were born as she gave her incendiary and wide-ranging speech to a right-wing conference. Ms. Braverman, who is a daughter of immigrants, lashed out at the legal immigration policy of Richard Sunak's government, in which she is assigned a, a senior minister, and she demanded that it be tightened to favour domestic workers. And in comments that were further fuel suggestions, she's manoeuvring um, to eventually replace Mr. Sunak as a right-wing challenger. She apparently used her London speech to fire heavy artillery into the culture war. To a receptive audience, apart from two protesters who interrupted her during her speech, she mocked Keir Starmer <laughs> over gender recognition, saying that Keir Starmer could be Labour's first female prime minister. <laughs> I, like, I like the shot. But she also said that the multiculturalism was a recipe for communal disaster and doubled down on controversial remarks last month about grooming gangs being almost all British Pakistani. Addressing the renewed focus of the UK's role in slavery since the start of the BLM campaign, she told the National Conservatism Conference, I think the left can only sell its vision for the future by making people feel terrible about our past. White people do not exist in a special state of sin or collective guilt. And that's where I'll end it. And that's it for the headlines. All right, then let's get into our topic of the day. What are you saying? All right, so as I just mentioned, right, today's topic of the day is going to be based on this um, statement that Sweater Braveman made just yesterday or two days ago about why people should not feel any guilt, right? Um, I didn't go into everything that she said. I will do it now. But basically, um, just to reiterate that last sentence, she said, white people do not exist in a special state of sin or collective guilt. She also added, nobody should be blamed for things that happened before they were born. The defining feature of this country's relationship with slavery is not that we practiced it, but that we led the way in abolishing it. We should be proud of who we are. So, based on that, right, do you feel like she has a point in what she's saying? We, we already know that in history, just, just in, in, in life, people say certain things. And if you catch maybe one or two sentences, you can kind of be like, okay, cool, you know, talking sense. Or maybe take out context and be like, no, this is horrible, this and the third. But based on what she's saying, do you feel like, is she wrong in what she's saying though? She's always going to be wrong whenever she opens her mouth. Okay. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Just because of who she is. Because I can't stand this woman. I don't understand what's wrong with her. Mm. Like, are we trying to be fair to her or just? <laughs> yeah, because cause at the end of the day, sometimes you can get truth from people who are terrible people. I'm not saying she's a terrible person, but you can get truth from anyone. That's why. That's what I believe. I mean, you know what it was? If With my attitude, if I was a white person, mm-hmm. I wouldn't walk around in a state of mm-hmm. sin. Or whatever it's called. What did she say? How did she a say it? Collective state of sin. Yeah, I wouldn't be in that collective. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't give a shit about anything. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't lose any sleep about none of it. Mm. Especially if my heart was clean. Yeah. 
you get what I'm trying to say? Because mm-hmm. if I didn't, if my heart was clean and I didn't do anything, then mm-hmm. I'd I'd be all right. You get what I'm trying to say? Like, I think maybe if I like owned like a sugar factory or something, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that. Like, if I made cotton or something that my people then passed down to me, mm. then maybe when I look in the mirror, you get me. But if I just like, especially like young, especially like younger people from from this generation as well, mm-hmm. you get what I'm trying to say? Because I I do. I do think I do think it's I do think it's genuine. Mm. Like mm. the um the o- older people, they grew up in a different time, innit? So they've been tainted, yeah. if that makes sense. Even the ones who have learned different things and mm-hmm. whatever, moved forward with society or whatever, they're still being influenced with stuff that they can't help, been raised, you know what I'm trying to say, like been put into them. But I think the newer generation are more genuine with mm. with their openness and being accepting and whatever, whatever. Mm. So I don't think I think maybe she's right. Okay. Before you continue. Maybe. How far removed does it need to be? You said that if it is your white person and your ancestors did that particular thing, mm. you wouldn't walk around a particular way. How about if it was your grandfather or your great-grandfather? And you had the name associated with the crimes. And the proceeds. Yeah, but that's different though. That's a lot to that's a lot to push on someone because you can't ignore it, innit? You know what I'm trying to say? Like it's your granddad who's probably still alive. You got the name, you've benefited. So someone in a unique position like that, there it's probably it's it's probably different for them. For anybody like if you've you have a care or you don't, innit? So if you if you're in that family, in that kind of bloodline or whatever, and you care, I think it would weigh on you. But then but but then what do you do? Do you know what I'm trying to say? That like, mm. that's 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 the different question. Like, how would they what do you do? Because nothing's gonna, nothing's gonna, nothing's gonna change that. Mm-hmm. You weren't, you wasn't even there. You know what I'm trying to say that. So, mm-hmm. I don't know how much removed. There's bare people who know their grand, their grandparents are racist, mm-hmm. but they're not. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. That's just one. That's just one generation. They're in the yard. They know mm-hmm. they're racist. Mm-hmm. They won't even bring you to the yard because mm-hmm. it's like you know, it's long. Man, like, my grand's mm-hmm. gonna say something crazy, or mm-hmm. not even say something. They don't want you there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know fully well they don't want you there. So we're not going there. But they me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And for those good whites that know that their grandparents are racist or their parents are racist, wouldn't they walk around knowing full well that they are responsible for the continuance of what happened way back when? What them themselves or their parents? Their grandparents or parents. Yeah, but then what does that say about themselves though? No, no, I'm I'm hundred percent. Okay, 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 they may not it. be racist. They may be no, not but, yeah, but I'm saying about how they feel, isn't it? Even yes, if, how that's, that, how, that's how, what he was asking, right? Yeah, but how would that make them feel? Like even the acknowledgement. Put yourself in a situation. How would it okay. make you feel as a white person? What knowing that my parents are yeah, but am I an ally? Continuing though? tradition. But am I an ally? Yes, though? you are. Yes, you are. Yeah, but then I'm doing everything I can to combat and break the um. But the fact the, that the, you're doing everything to combat it, yeah. it means that you have a consciousness mm. that you're well. You could carry it on the blood. It could be about breaking. It could be about breaking ties, isn't it? Or what's what's it called? The, you know, like just these traditions that this family is setting. Yeah. I'm gonna be the one to yeah. to break yeah, them, yeah, innit? Yeah, to butt the mold, yeah. To butt the mold, innit? Yeah, yeah. So that's not necessarily from a place of feeling of of guilt and pressure and all that. Yeah. That's like a that's fight pushing for change, innit? When yeah. you want, when you know better, you could do better. But kind of it's thing. it's norm- It normally comes synonymous with rhetoric. That same great white you would normally be campaigning against it. She's like. Hey, 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 wait, that's done and dusted. <laughs> Stop doing that. Because this is what she's getting pissed about. 
right? Yeah. Part and parcel of what she's getting pissed about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would yeah. say she's doing the most. She's, she's she's tap dancing right now, hundred percent, right? Corella's sick. She's just literally. If you can't see what they've done with this woman, mm. do you know what I'm trying to say? That she's like, she's just gonna be the mappies for the party for all their nonsense that they want to spew and all this stuff that mm. that a lot of white people want to hear as well. Mm. Do you know what I'm trying to say? That mm. they're just gonna use. She's the vessel for mm. this. They're just gonna use her mm. and she's delivering it. Mm. Now mm-hmm. you see, my issue with this thing is there might be validity to what she's saying, Emmanuel. Mm-hmm. But I know that she's speaking. opening up a little hole for there to be an entire chasm. Mm. To be, yeah. mm-hmm. So She's not speaking. There, there is validity to what she's saying, yeah? But she's not coming from a, a genuine place mm. of anything. Like, anything she does is vindictive. Mm. Do you know what I'm trying to say? It's like what you're saying. It's opening the door <laughs> for so much nonsense. <laughs> Do you know what I'm trying to say? So it's hard to even... <laughs> so I'm like, no. Sorry, <laughs> let them feel guilt. <laughs> but, but but then is is that maybe not a good chess move then? To 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 make it where it's like, wait a minute, you guys are denying something that's obvious. So really, are you the type of people that we need to be um, caring about? You know what I'm saying? So break that down again. So, so for example, she she's giving you something that's obvious, right? Okay, at least from her perspective. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. saying, oh yeah, white people shouldn't feel good, feel guilty, and we're like, okay, cool, da da da, this and the third. I can see why they shouldn't necessarily. Feel guilty, right? Yeah. But if you're thinking, wait a minute, I can't agree with that because the next thing she's going to bring in is, is a problem. Yeah, yeah, Us denying something that... That's 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 true. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. It maybe makes, her look, make, makes us look crazy. So wait, are we tying this to anything else? What do you mean? Any other example? No, no, like whatever's coming next, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you know something's coming next, isn't it? You know there's more things coming. You know what I mean? Hey, can, can, hey you know what's funny, yeah? You remember um, we were talking about how crazy Pretty Patel is? Yes. No, she, she's nothing compared to um, Braverman, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Braverman's got like... It's a different type of... History, yeah. Precedent. Do you, do you feel like yeah. Braverman is going to somewhat try and... Um, Get Sunak out of there and become the Prime Minister. Sounds like she's going for a minute. Mm. But she couldn't drum up enough support in that party, surely. Or are they going to say that because she's crazy enough? Like, we could be as racist as we want with this woman <laughs> because she's because she's of colour. Mm. Do you think? Do you think? But I, I think ultimately, though, the only thing that matters to any party is win the elections. And I'm not too sure that type of rhetoric is going to win the elections. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It may win over a, a big section of the Tory party, but the country? You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Though, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just started thinking. Trump did it. No, you'd be surprised because you just don't know how people feel. And coming out of the times that we've come in, coming out of, come out of, yeah, mm-hmm. it's gone from, it's gone from Brexit to uh, like, I want to say wartime, even though we weren't in it, it felt like it because it was just so close proximity and all the effects of it as well. You get me? So it mm-hmm. felt like we've gone from Brexit to gone for a wartime to now the economy's in the mud. There's a group of people that are that are livid. You get mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say? That are not happy. And if she can lead them out of the darkness, mm. why not? Mm. Someone, it's like what you're saying with Trump. Someone needs to stand up and someone's gonna. If someone stands up and, and that. And like to be counted for that group here, which is 
the majority, whether we want to, whether we realize it or not, because we're in our London bubble. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? But the whole country is the whole country, in it, yeah. which is the majority. So if someone stands up to them and they like boy and can galvanize them and say, look, this represents us. You never know. You actually never know. This is this is true, you know. This is true. But then, if if that's the case, though, yeah. How do you do? You feel like that would change anything in the mentality of black people, though. Generally, obviously, most of us are in, are in London, right? But black people, obviously, and this is not me trying to um, fit something into my agenda, in it. I'm just saying, like most black people are kind of supporting Labour, right, mm-hmm. on the left and stuff. If, for example, the country votes for this type of rhetoric, this type of person, right, and they win. Do you feel like it's time that black people start to reconsider how we're voting and how we're living? Because surely the system, no matter whose side you're on, isn't favoring you, if that makes sense. I've kind of taken it to another place, but. So, oh, so basically like to make you maybe make them consider like voting more, basically. No, he's asking you to switch from Libra to conservatives. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying, no, because in that same situation, if, if, if Suella Braverman can say something like that, right? And and um and the country win and you know the country votes for her, like this type of rhetoric doesn't help black people. So, so wait a minute, so you're not it's not for us. So you're not you're not saying her winning mm-hmm. would scare black people into voting more. So we there's there's more representation. So maybe next time Labour could do better. Mm. That's not what you're saying. I'm saying that. Do you think that's a possibility? But I'm also saying, do you feel like it's time we recognize? That, if, if, that the if most of us, are the tr- what are you saying? What are no. you trying to say here? <laughs> <laughs> that, both, that both parties are crap for us and that there's something else we need to come up with. Okay. I'm you know what I'm saying? Okay. Because if we can all vote for Labour and we all not win still, and this type of rhetoric, which is crazy, right, can win, what are we doing there? Surely we're wasting our time. Oh, you're saying our votes are wasted. They don't like, count for anything. To some degree. So we should stop voting for no, the party no. that are losing? But if you're asking us to go to a different party, we're going to lose anyway. We're going to lose anyway. The representation is not going to be there. If if we're all there voting for Labour mm-hmm. and it's still not touching the sides, yeah. leaving mm-hmm. and making a whole new it's even worse. black, it's not even gonna. They're not gonna get no seats. Or or I'm, I'm not necessarily saying that's that's the solution. Maybe um, us thinking about getting into politics much more. You know what I'm saying? Maybe getting into the Labour Party, I guess, a lot more, or doing something completely different to what we've been doing for the past, like for decades now. You know what I'm saying? Because surely, if, if this, like, again, if, if the equivalent of a Trump was to win it, it's where the brave woman saying all this type of stuff, and she wins, right? She became the prime minister, and she wins. Surely that tells you something about the state of the country, and how the, the country sees us and our plight, and mm. other minorities, I guess. What you know would the option be for you if, if you saw that happen? I really don't know. I, I really, but my, my, my default is always, like, doing for self. Like, whatever government is in there, I feel like black people need to try and think of the best type of policies, like attach ourselves to the best type of policies that can help us personally. That's always my default. So this this is why I always say I'm not I'm not blue, I'm not red. I'm just whatever's best for us. You know what I'm saying? So I'm thinking if blue, or obviously not for us, and red can't do anything for us, what's, what's next? How do, how do we do certain things? Lib Dems, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey. Lib Dems have never won, won anything, though, innit? Well, they 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 joint one, innit? Oh yeah, this is true. Yes. They joint one. Yes, that's that's yes. you got you got to give it to them. They they true. was they was dead there. They was they was dead there. It was that Craig. Craig, yes. Like yeah. Craig. And then he caved with Cameron. Yeah. Yeah. It was it only lasted about a couple of years, isn't it? 
I don't think it was. Was it a full four years? The coalition? Yeah, full five years. Mm. Was it even that? I think they did another general election. Didn't I, don't think it was, I don't think it was the full, it wasn't. full thing, was it? No, I don't think it was. And even then, it was just um, it was just David Cameron anyway. <laughs> David Cameron <laughs> just doing his thing. <laughs> Nick Clegg running behind yeah. him. Yeah, Couldn't tell a man nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It helped him personally, though, isn't it? Because what is he now? He's, he's doing something for Google, isn't it? Who, Clegg? Yeah. I, I wouldn't know. Yeah, he's topping one of these companies now, man. Also. Making big money. Did it help Timmy? He ran away. He ran away? He kept it, Yeah, he, but I mean, they promising him. wiping off college fees, like university fees. Whenever yeah. I hear stuff like that, I don't take no one serious, man. You see politics, you see politics here? Is that a thing like culturally do like, um, do like white people push that in, in their families? Like, do they mm. grow them? You see like, um, Class thing. Yeah, that's what I was No, but you see, like, um, say that like South Asians and that mm -hmm. they will groom like like doctors and that in it. So yeah. like traditionally in the, you get what I mean. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying yeah. like, is there a section of or a community of that does? Yes. You're saying it's class basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's all a case of we will place you in positions yeah. of so help influence us. and power. Yeah, so mm -hmm. we can it's help just, each other. Yeah. It's, it's, so then, is it not? Is it not about then? Um, Black families, maybe the um, the African families, the Caribbean families, maybe changing the mindset and start building for the future and yeah. putting these things in, like raise, exactly. raising politicians for, yeah. these, for your your future, for your kids and that, exactly. putting them in positions to be rah, rah, rah. maybe that's what it is. That's exactly. the, that's, that's the problem. What, that's what I'm thinking because I feel like we we kind of just vote for these parties and it's not enough of us in those parties to actually bring our real life concerns to the forefront. We only got a few of them who kind of talked for us. Mm. Remember the Asian lady from the Labour Party before? Who, when we, this is like early days, early TDA days, when she was talking for us, saying how, um, oh, what was it? Oh, I don't, I don't want to mix up two of these. Funny enough, they're both Asian ladies. I don't want to mix up what she said, but she was saying something about black people. Oh, and remember. then somebody called in and said they're her brethren, but yes. she's not like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I hope you're still listening. <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah I, I feel like i don't know man like we have to do more i guess because because obviously i don't want to you know feed into the stereotype because i don't necessarily think it's it's definitely the case where it's just like oh you know let's just get our kids into football and and music in it you know yeah, but you can still use those particular pathways to then get power and mm -hmm. then start from there because we know that we have a money in those particular industries, but we're not utilizing it properly sure. for the long term. You what, can, sports you and can music? buy influence. Well, for sports and music? Yeah. And so what, what would that look like? So <clears throat> let's just say you sit down with a whole set of footballers, right? Mm. Who are secretly Emmanuel's types of people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you tell them, okay, for the next um, 50 years, this is the plan, it's the roadmap. We're looking to get some of us into, let's say, the FA, the top dog. Okay. 50 years, 100 years, let's say this. Top dogs. And then we're going to be running that stuff. And we have to be strategic with it, right? You could even look to buy influence and lobby certain politicians who may be the um, counselor of brand talk, whatever, right? And you build them up to say, all right, it's like an insider, right? So we will fund you, fund you, fund you. We will pattern everything around you, right? And once you get in, then you're like, all right, cool. Now let's start rolling out the plan that we decided 100 years ago. 
Mm. And that's how it is that we get the blacks in power. But that would require... Even though, even though we're 3%. <laughs> <laughs> that require... That requires us um, all being on cold, doesn't it? No, no, just a, a certain amount of people who have money. Just... Okay. And, and brains, just an influence. Obviously. Okay, cool. So, obviously we're, we're speaking hypotheticals here. But what type of type of black people would those be? The ones with money. The ones with money? Yeah. The ones with money and who can basically, like, listen Sorry, sorry, sorry. What, what I mean is, like, in terms of, like, what type of, what type of political alignment would they have? Because you know how, again, a lot of black people are like, oh. I said, like, you. The ones who okay. seem to think, all right, none of the parties are serving us. Okay, cool. But we need to basically be strategic in order to get influence. Mm. And then, boom. Okay, cool. And I'm, I'm even saying that they could look to change or infiltrate and change the Labour, infiltrate and change um, Lib Dems. I'm not going to say conservatives because they're like enriched in racism and genocide. So mm. even cleverer white people will see that from afar yeah. and be moved to snipe. So yeah. at Labour, you can get away with a lot. You understand? <laughs> Fickle people in there. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that black guy, um, Labour? He's a slim, um, I believe he's got a Nigerian surname. Yes, you know? Chuku. Thank you. That's the guy. Yeah, Chuku yeah. something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened to him? Because there was a time where his name was kind of being pushed to the forefront, like he was going to do something. Yeah, what was Then it? he just stepped back. I think, were there rumors of something or the other? Oh. No, but they took him down. Something. See what I'm saying? Yeah, and he kind of, all right, cool, I, I won't do it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> and I never heard nothing from him again. What is this? It's a goddamn shit. Chuku promoting, I think it is. What did you say? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> I think it, be- it begins with a U, a U M, something. Yeah, I believe. Um, Chuka, U M U N N A. What? A man didn't even try and say it. You know, he spelled it out. I don't want to butcher it. Manuel, say again. U M U N N A. U M U N N. Umuna. Yeah, I think so. I think he's an Ibo man. All right. Yeah. That's, that's what I asked you, isn't it? <laughs> I'm not Ibo. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So pe- people are saying, yeah, he's a straight MP. Is he still the straight MP, guys? But yeah, um, him. Okay, so he became independent due to Brexit, someone said. Cool. Wow, people are really going for him, man, saying he's a waste man, flip-flopping between Tories and Labour. But was he really flip-flopping between them? I don't know. E- either way, right? It seemed like he, he's been the closest to, to getting any type of notoriety as a potential leader for like the Labour, Labour Party. Because nobody's talking about David Lammy being a potential leader. You know what I'm saying? He's got, what is it, Tottenham, right? Yeah, he's Tottenham, yeah. And he kind of just stays there as, as Tottenham MP and the, and the shadow uh, minister for something. Uh, what is it? What is his role again? Just, it just went out of my head. But yeah, him. Yeah, but it's like no one really considers... Him. Mm. I don't know, man. I don't know. I feel like we've just got a long way to go. It's not even easy to move through, up through these parties. What's, yeah, um, what's Home yeah. Girl called again? Who, Dan Abbott? No. Yeah, what, that came? Oh, that came? Yeah. Old Telly. Pardon? Telly. Telly. She was saying how hard it is. Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah, don't yeah. do that, Brent. I didn't I forgot her name. That's all. They can't see me, Max. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it never happened. Yeah, she was saying like how hard it is and all that. So it's not even like it's 
It's not even like a man can just wake up one day and inject some black leader somewhere. Like, do you know what I'm trying to say? Mm. Like, they've got to go through. That's got to be their mission from yeah. their life. Like, and they, if we saw one tomorrow, yeah, mm -hmm. he would have been or she would have been doing it for doing this for yeah, decades, bro. Yeah. This, would, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. To get to reach where we are, she's been working her whole life to yeah. be an overnight success kind of thing. Mm -hmm. you, you, you don't. You know, you don't just get them. It's true. You know what? We don't have to take over a political party. We just have to basically galvanize enough power to be able to influence them when it is a look to lobby. Mm -hmm. There's yeah. not enough numbers. There's yeah, there is. If <clears throat> if you deep it, right? If we take over the media space, mm. right? And basically um, make all of the young people zombies <laughs> to whatever we want. Okay, yeah. Then a hundred percent when it is it comes time for election, they will have to make us promises. Yes. Or what is contracts or whatever to our people this annex? They won't allow you that much control in the media space. What do you mean take over their Who's, media? They space? won't allow us. Um, we put enough. Who, 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 who we talk about? Yeah. Because we could. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. Who's they? <laughs> yeah. The powers that so be. So we hand it over to you. <laughs> <laughs> go, go, go. The institutions that's been here forever. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, they, they understand how important media is. That's why they use it when they're doing their things. And obviously, this is a free medium, like an internet and stuff like that. And there's only so much that they can control, whatever. But if someone built up that much influence in a media space and then politicized it and used it for their own good, they ain't letting you do that. And I don't know what, I don't know who they are or how they stop you, but they ain't letting you do that. But, but doesn't it start somewhere though? In 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 like what the was the late nineteenth century yeah what's the what's the Jewish guy who basically started designing stuff um, Herzl he was a newspaper guy he started writing articles about how the Jews need their own homeland this that and the third hundred years later they got this obviously there was a situation with the with the World War this that and the third but now they actually got land obviously the land is being contested there's wars every day but it started from the newspaper columns you know what I'm saying mm. so. so the media can be that powerful. You know what I'm saying? Especially the internet where no one's really... Are they policing the internet? Would you say they're policing the internet? No, but Marx would have you believe that they are. Yeah, so, so if no one's policing the internet, no one's policing... Because there's a free market on mm. the internet. Like, and we're moving into a freer market with the whole um, tribal war against freedom of speech. They infiltrate their markets. They put people in them, in them spaces, yeah? Mm -hmm. And they make them galvanize people and send out all these messages, yeah. And people think, yeah, that they're going towards some free thinking individual, what the what the what the. But it's not. It's he's controlled. A, he's controlled. He's a puppet Name one. for the man. I don't know. Don't do that. Oh, sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. So obviously the states are a bit different, right? Because we can see how somebody like Joe Rogan has amassed like a not just a cult following, but an entire swathe of like nations. Mm. Well, people who are interested in um anti government, mm. right? Anti um colour this news this way. Yeah. So much so that they could even overlook him like saying nigger. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. We could basically build up that type of stuff. And, yeah. and we don't have to basically make it political until it is that we know we are big enough to be able to make it political. Mm.
gonna take a lot of a load of planning. But the, the the things behind any political party is what though? Is money. Yeah, it's mm. always money. It's so, always so, economics, isn't it? Oh, it's, thank you very much. You know what I'm saying? That's why I said forget about the politics because they yes. will have to come to you if it is that you have the influence. Exactly. If you have the power. Mm-hmm. 100%. And I believe this could be much easier than you're saying it, it would take a lot of planning to do. Because if we say, if we say, Manuel, mm-hmm. we are now going to reclaim or we're going to have a foothold in the merchant class, mm-hmm. uh, in the merchant industry, mm-hmm. we can do that with a story a narrative and a little bit of capital, right? Okay. We can move the money being placed or funneled into the others, other factories, other businesses, mm-hmm. especially if it is that we, we are tactical and basically start outing all of the brands that we spend money in mm-hmm. and saying they're not black owned. Yeah. Yeah, we could be like, hey, cool, but this one is over here, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so bit by bit, because we're spending all the money anyway. Yeah. They're, they're right. making stuff for us anyway, right? Yeah. So we just set that up and we franchise that, mm-hmm. right? We get all of the wavy people to come through and continue to market it, right? Mm-hmm. After a while, we don't need the wavy people anymore because we're making the wavy people, right? Mm-hmm. And we're making, making the wavy clothes. Once we've got the merchant class, immediately... The, the people who currently have the merchant class, <laughs> <laughs> the merchant industry, they're dwindling, so they're coming to us now for jobs. So that's fine, okay? Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll let you work. Hundred <laughs> 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 percent. And bit by bit, and that that is not going to take flipping twenty five years, because it's just capital and a little story that could change overnight. Yeah, but Ben, it's also down to. All of these things are collaborative, right? So you need to have people that's like-minded, right? People that you can trust as well. Wait, wait, right? when you say like-minded, again, just a little capital. I can I can do this. Mm-hmm. I can start off with a, a little factory, right? Yeah. And a story. Because obviously the, the online, you, you can go clear, right? Mm-hmm. With a little story, a little narrative, right? Yeah. Um, and a little couple threads from a couple people, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> I believe that once it is that you start there. Yes. That could be built. Okay. Just a little capital. Yeah. The type a... of money that we're churning, um, we're, we're, we're letting like pass through our pockets into somebody else's pockets mm-hmm. is ridiculous. Every yeah. single month, let yeah. alone every year. We just need an iota, a little minuscule part of that percentage mm. to set up one factory and then go from there. Yeah. Look at look how Gymshark basically, and I have a like Gymshark's um, logo on that. Mm. But they did it well. They're like, okay, we're gonna focus on the youth. We're gonna get a few influencers. I'm gonna make it the, the thing you wear when you go to the gym. Yeah, like mm. wavy. But they had a story, and they had a, a strategy, and now they they can do whatever they want to do. It was yeah. just the masses. I never really because I don't know their story, their strategy, or whatever. I just know that on mass mm. people it became a flyer. Like, I know what I know. I knew what Gymshark was. Mm. Yeah. Like, do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like, just that's it. I just I just know what Gymshark is. I've got mm. a lot of friends who go gym. Mm-hmm. Everybody's t- saying this stuff. Yeah, Gymshark. Mm. Ah, mm. that isn't. Mm. There's a thing in it. Mm. So when I'm ready to go get into the gym now and all that, I'm saying, boy, when am I gonna go get some? Ah, <laughs> Gymshark. Do you have any Gymshark stuff? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I was wearing it yesterday. I think you were, weren't you? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Don't, you, don't, wh- you don't care how you look when you go to the gym, innit? You just, whatever you're wearing that day, you just go to the gym. I wore that <laughs> no, knowing I'm not, I'm I was not, going I'm to the gym. F- what? I wore that hair because knowing I was going to the gym after. Right, yeah. 
What I was going to say to you is... Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> I was going to go home and change. No, it just didn't look like you wanted to be there. What, in the gym? Or that you knew you were going to end up there when you got in your car. I had a black top on no, and black shorts. I think it's how you even filmed it. You're like... I'm not big on filming myself in the gym anyway. Why did you do it anyway? I don't know why. Oh, what was it on the, um, Insta? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I happened to see it on Insta. I hadn't been in a, um, in a week, you get me? Mm. So I just had to let the people them know that even sometimes when you thought, oh, it's not about that, it's about... Yeah, it's about just going... It's about getting back up. Yeah, mm. yeah You get me? Yeah. Going on, it's had to let them know I was back in the gym again. Yeah. That, that speech Gina gave... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hit home. It, took, it was like a day late, but hit. Mm. You get me? Sorry, um, back in the economic sport, Manuel. <laughs> you said that we need plenty of people on board to do this. The reason why I'm saying that, yeah, not... You're right. You don't need plenty of people. But I feel like, like I said, economics is, is everything, right? And so to get certain people on board to kind of push this particular story, to, to, to be the face of this particular sto- faces of this story, right? You may need to pay them, right? Some of these people who have the notoriety and, and the, you know what I mean? The, the, what's, the, what's the word? The influence. Yes, thank yeah. you. Or, or the followers, right? Mm-hmm. They're already maybe employed by other people, mm-hmm. right? And if they, even if they're not, right, you trying to get them, these other people who you're going to be competing against yeah, yeah. will try and up yeah, yeah, the yeah. thingies. Yeah, yeah. Black, so you're saying they need to be in code. They need to feel this that is what I'm to say. Um, yeah. sacrificing this yeah. might be better in the long run. Exactly. Or we pay them more. So paying them more means what? We have to have more money. You know what I'm saying? So and, I, I, I hear you, but that's only in relation to the marketing. Right. Yes. And you're basically using the highly influential people to basically get the normal, regular people who don't have influence but have money in yeah. order to purchase the stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I believe that we have enough people, and we can incentivize them. Okay. Especially if it is that we're seeing, hey, hold on to equity in this thing that we are building. Mm-hmm. Right. You only need a handful because when you deep it, the right handful. Could do, yeah. Could can, do it. Facts. But the right handful, are the right handful taken up by, taken by other people at the moment? You know what I'm saying? If they are, what's it going to take to, 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 you know, to take them from there and be over here? Because I feel like there's a combination of them seeing the vision, but also money. You know what I'm trying to say? Because me personally, like I've said to you for, for, for like the longest while now, I feel like the whole on coal thing and, 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 Wanting to share the vision because we're black isn't enough for us to rely on. You know what I'm saying? Because people have to feed their families. People want their own things. And sometimes people may have the desire to be like, yeah, I want to help black people, this, that, and the third. But then they remember what black people do sometimes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And they're like, I, I can't do this. You know what I'm saying, Brent? But money changes that, though, for people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but if... and Because you need to be smart with this. Because yeah. you can't look to try to... One, you can't uh, just project your feelings onto other people, thinking that, yeah, because I feel this way, you're also going to want oh, to no, do this I, particular thing, yeah? Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah, so in everything that you need to do, you should be wise about it. Yes. Go and make it um, beneficial to them mm-hmm. in whichever way. Find out what it is that they need. And if it is that you feel that the, this is a part, uh, important chess piece mm-hmm. to have on, on board, make sure and give them anything that they need in order to get them on board. You mm-hmm. understand? I, th- I think it's the wisest thing because why would you just run out on a hope and a prey? 
But this is what I'm saying to you, Brent. Especially if it is that you're trying to tell them that what you're building is going to be sustainable, even so much so that money is never an issue for them anymore. But but, but, but Brent, what is that thing that they they, they want? I'm going to put this to the test very very soon. This same thing that we're talking about right now, Mm -hmm. I'm putting this... But each time it is, I'm going to be talking to somebody. I'm going to be, like, proposing this is how you win, like, forever. Do you understand? And this is how, again, money will be 100% um, Mm -hmm. like in play. It might be um, deferred money, right? It might just be a wait a while, but then you have to pad it with something else. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Now, I'm, I'm mindful of all of that, but that's not just black people, to be honest. Yes, it might be heightened in the black community because mm-hmm. of trauma and mm-hmm. years of looking at your own black person looking to kick you whilst if you're trying to enter a door. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> not so much just white people. And yes, yes, systemic. I hear that, hear that, hear that. But we still make our beds in the systemic um, system and not look to basically change it any opportunity we can. Yeah. And then we wait until it is that we're 50-something to then start saying, oh, mm-hmm. let me try to give back. Yeah. It might be too late then. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. We're, not, we're not fault these people because it's still good that they still they want to do something. that at yeah. that time. Because you can still lobby them for these particular moments, right? Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, so I think it's important at all points to not look to just ask them to be like you, right? Sometimes you have to show them that being like you does be- uh, work, but before then, you have to basically... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Hold that. That's basically what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I agree, and this is why I was basically saying that capital can't necessarily be small. No, no, I never said the capital should be small, but I'm talking about in relation to the amount of money we are spending every year on oh, this stuff. Oh, 100%, 100%. We're spending billions. What? Yeah, of course. Of Willfully course. as well. Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes it's just a case of, um, I think we talked about this before, Emmanuel. Let's just say um, we, some um, <clears throat> some dope concept of a salon is in South London, um, but it's struggling, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we have little capital. We say, oh, we love this concept. This, this just needs a little marketing. We need to just um, franchise this and... It would be the only place people want to go when it is that they are thinking of going to a salon, right? Mm-hmm. That idea, we can do the same for the auntie and uncle shops that are selling um, us black products at um, extortionate prices. Yeah. It's just a little story. And all they're looking for is give it to me at a reasonable price or yeah. cost, right? Sure. And more so if it is, it's it's some of them want ethically sourced and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. some of them blacks are on this stuff these days. I'm not saying it's bad, but let's a little capital could make all of that um good. And a little mm-hmm. story behind it. This is where you go. I know you normally go here, but go here for the same price or even cheaper. Because mm-hmm. now we can basically order it in bulk. We can import yeah. it in bulk bulk. You understand? Yep. And it just takes one person with a little capital. Mm-hmm. When I say little in relation to what yeah, you need it to be done. Yeah. And a little story, they're bare black people just waiting for this opportunity. Yeah. It's hard for them sometimes to um, say, well, money is short right now and you're telling me to go and buy black and it's twice as much as you can get it from that, put- that person's shop. So it's difficult sometimes. Mm. Yeah, I would want to, but it's difficult sometimes. Just change that, um, change the mechanics a bit, change the the the, the math a little around, just a little capital mm-hmm. influx, just a little um, story um, backed on that and I'm telling you, we'll flush. And you will even get... Young people feel stuff, and white people who are allies, mm-hmm. white people who feel guilty, all these people that we're they're talking about right now, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll 100% I'm back in this. Do you yeah. understand? Because yeah. you guys have been done for the longest while. Now you're looking after yourself. 
yeah. you're feeding yourself, you're you're creating for yourself, and it's it's actually making our country more cultural. Mm-hmm. That means more p- people are coming to this country because they want to be here because it's it's good vibes. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking in hundred years, hundred percent, we could we could change the, the dynamics, man. But it's got the plan. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. I agree with you, man. I see the vision, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Another question. I don't want us to go, obviously go too in depth in this one, yeah, because I think it's important. <laughs> <laughs> but also because I think some certain things can't necessarily be discussed openly just yet, right? Especially yes. when you're strategizing. Yes. But what industry do you feel like white people have kind of cornered? I'm being very general when the I say property. white people. Property industry. Land. Land. Okay. Wait. And I'm talking about wealthy class, obviously. When you say white people, who are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, it could be, it could be the wealthy, wealthy, whatever, maybe. Yeah. Like for example, if you say music, right? Mm, okay, you know, if you say rap music, you you'd be like, oh, black people in it, right? No, not no. necessarily. Music, music, no, you went. Who controls the music? Music's run by white people. No, no, so, sorry. Yeah, we don't. Not, not, not run by. In terms of like the people in the forefront. But that's not fair. But that's like saying what. That's like saying like basketballs run by black people. No, it's not. No, 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 like, no, no. Because no. no, all in the forefront, all the players are black. Yeah, all the owners are. Clarify what you're asking. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going to I'm going to get to a point. I'm, I'm going I'm to get to a point. Basically, what I'm trying to say is right. What thing is there that, all right, the gist of the, of what where I'm going with this is what thing is there that white people own that black people are in the forefront of? Because why why can't it be a thing where okay you know what this particular industry where black where white people need to be the face of it and are thriving why can't we be in the in the background? And still have white people in the in the in the in the front, but we're controlling it. Well, it's weird because of the way it works, yeah. There can be white people that mm-hmm. control black spaces, yeah. Yeah. I think because of the way the world's been, mm-hmm. the, the the pictures have been painted and the way they see man, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether white people will be. I don't want to say comfortable with it, but I don't know whether white people will feel the need to be. Some somewhere in a black sp- like in a white space controlled by black people because there's so many white people mm. that there's going to be a white equivalent okay. version that mm-hmm. do you get what I mean kind yeah. of thing there's going to be a white version that they'll probably rather just mm. go there in it like I'm, do you get what I'm trying to say yeah, I get what you're saying but but then watch this let's just say um, Dangote yeah? I, I think he's the richest man in Africa right mm. Nigerian billionaire was like you know what I'm going to buy one of these basketball clubs, right? Not clubs, basketball teams, right? Or whatever, right? Or start one, yeah? Or whatever it may be. And he has enough money to pay LeBron, Kyrie, all of these guys, like crazy peas, right? To leave or after the contract's done to join him, right? Is that not the same thing? So basically, instead of the the Jewish people or the white people or the the Joe Sides of the world, right? Being in the background... And having black players, you're a black man in the background, benefiting also from these um, black players. But let's just say it was, let's just say it was something like hockey, or it was another industry where it's predominantly white people there in the field, but there's a black man behind. Because then we we can kind of start controlling things too. Are you saying to to take from a different space and make up their own spaces or infiltrate that space? Say 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 that there's a black man that's the owner of the hockey team or owner of the NBA. Team. That's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. But then there's there's enough there's enough people of color with money, bro. They're not them. They're, why they're, are they not doing it? It's them men are in like old boys clubs and that. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm. That because like when you you get what I'm trying to say that like you can't just come and 
It's like you can't just come and buy a team in the Prem without the other teams agreeing that mm. you're cool enough, yeah. you're cool to yeah. own this, isn't it? Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm. So with all these old white men now, there's bare probably young people of colour, mm. Asian man, black man, flashy, new money mm. in that. Yeah, yeah, saying, yeah. what? I could have, I'd buy that 10 times over. Yeah, Let yeah, me come yeah. get the club. They're saying, nah, yeah, Killy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not you. Yeah, money doesn't stretch like that. Riff, riff, yeah, your money's not, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like, you're not, this, ain't, this ain't your story. Yeah, this yeah. culture isn't for you. It's not for yeah, you, Killy. You're not coming here. You can't come here. You get me? You And you can't buy it. So then, so so then, using that same argument, how how do we change things, right? In are you basically saying, basically in some industries, then it's somewhat impossible. Sometimes you have to wait until they die. But, but you know it doesn't. It's, it's yeah, not yeah. Like that, so basically, so like I said, it's I guess in in that particular example that Margs um, said, mm-hmm. you would need to be tricky with it, right? Mm. Because if if you allowed one of yours to act like he was one of them, right? Mm. With the same mindset. Because mm. um, the money, like I said, isn't... He's not, he wouldn't be a ally though, anyway. It's continuing of the tradition, right? Yeah. And he tricks them into thinking, yeah, I'm just like you. They're welcoming in and he's now the children horse, right? Yeah. And he starts sniping them up one by one. Like, um, hacks. <laughs> <laughs> He's that um, from billions. From, from billions. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's that walking from the in, inside, mm-hmm. and then after a while, like ta-da, bitches. Maybe you see that. You see that um, they let Michael Jordan own the Charlotte Hornets. I think he's selling it, or he's, he's either yeah. just sold it, or he's selling it. Yeah, but was he allowed to own that himself, or did he need Reggie? Mm, uh, like, mm. is he like a percentage with a yeah. with a with a white man or? Does it, was it his? Yeah, for real. The Premier League used to be an all boys club, innit? Kind of still is. Yeah. And and now what is happening with the um, Arab countries now? Yeah, they was pissed. They tried to block the Saudi I move. I hear that, but Man City opened the gates, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now that's changing. It's going to be changing. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. Because yeah. the old guard is being mm. strategically zooped out. And they're dying as well. They're probably just and old for real. They love long term long, um, goals. Yeah. Um. So these Chinese Russians, they're all about that. Okay, what's happening in five hundred years? Where do we want our <laughs> state to be? Yeah. And this, they see football as well. This is going global. Yeah. We need to control all of this. Mm. But obviously, people like us who support Man United, we need what glory. <laughs> what's going <laughs> on? To be like, come, 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 come. But I'm, I'm seeing the long. I'm seeing the long go. I'm, I'm seeing the long go. Mm. What kind of industries will be the most important to, to try and take over? Do you think media? I think media, yeah. only the niche of young people are the future, right? The youth are the future. Mm. So if it is that you're able to capture that particular um, generations slash generations, then you're good going forward full stop, right? If you monopolize or can c- take control over something that's important, yeah, then that's when like when they're lobbying and when they want to do their thing. Like if you've got something that's I don't know, say like you're saying like for trucking. land, if you could get bare like, like or say, trucking or something. Logistics, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if you can control the industry that like when these are doing their campaign, like this is important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, like we yeah. need this to function. Yeah. That's yeah. what it's at. You get know what I'm trying but to say? This like this is why I liked season two or season three of the Wire. What what, what was the doctor? The doctor was season, yeah, two. Yeah, season two. Because that shot could shut everything down. Right? Yeah. Yeah, Everything yeah, yeah. trade went through the docks. Through the, yeah. So I hear what you're saying, but I still feel as though, no, no, you're right because the, the 
the powerful people, that's where the money is. Yeah. That's really where the money is. And you need to be in a position where people, have, other powerful people are coming to you because for your help, it's yeah. the aid, if that if that makes sense. And then it's my, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. Yeah, that's yeah, how you're in a position of power. All right, cool. Yeah. You need this from me. Yeah. We need this yeah. from yeah. you. Because how did Dan Gotti make all his money? Was it oil? Yeah, but he came from a rich family. Okay. Um, but yeah. Yeah, he got a leg up, obviously. So, so not oil. Um, why did I say oil? Is he's trying to do oil, oil is it? thingy now. But um, like um, Metal? cement, um, okay. building, all that, yeah, 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 yeah. that type of stuff. Obviously, the Italians had it right, right? Mm-hmm. It's been system, like offering protection, but back in the day. <laughs> okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> do that anymore, right? And if it is, you're able to basically get into the, uh, we know the, the council where they agree on housing stuff and this, that, and the next. Mm-hmm. If you're controlling that too, that's yeah. influence and power. Yeah. Yeah? But we shouldn't just want to just do all of it at once. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> the black people right now could utilize their skill sets for media. Mm-hmm. In my head, media. And the capital can come from the entertainment space. Mm-hmm. You having um, millionaires that are being birthed every single day mm-hmm. for kicking around the ball. Maybe if you're lucky enough acting, but that's not as um, massive as the football stuff. I should stop talking. <laughs> but I think I think it can be done. It's just a little strategy. 100%. Well, I think it would be best if we um, had that strategy meeting Behind closed doors, because they're probably listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would it be so interesting if it is that we had um, these people that Iman, uh, that Margs is alluding to, tuning in every day to see our progress? Mm. They probably are. They you do, think? They do their due diligence. You think? If you're planning ahead, mm. if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Is it? Yeah, man. Uh, you think they'll just want you to just creep up on them one day? Like, oh! Do you want to be a Marte Emmanuel? At what stage in my life? How <laughs> <laughs> old was Lumumba? Is it Lumumba? Yeah. Uh, too young, man. All right. Too young. Didn't get to see his children. Oh, that's a damn shame. How many did he have? I, th- I remember him having a daughter. I'm not too sure if he had more. Mm. But yeah, yeah. But yeah, like, like, they're definitely like listening to either find the ways to obviously give us money in the future to, you know, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. to infiltrate. Sure. Telling you, man. That's why I have to be careful of even black people that come in and say, oh, yeah, you guys are doing a wonderful job, guys. I want to help with this. And Okay. The plant, you're saying? I'm, I'm, 100%. 100%. Do you, based on what you've seen in the chat, right? <laughs> <laughs> What's the mindset like that? This is a stupid question, obviously. You could give me a stupid answer. Um, yeah, humans are messed up in it, yeah, and we would think that because. How about Kevin? No, but I'm just saying. <laughs> we everybody thinks that you. I can't understand when you see oh, when you see yourself in people. When you see yourself in people from a play culture, you think you're gonna get better treatment in it. Like, oh yeah, it's a black man. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, yeah. That's why it buns you so much mm-hmm. when you get done wrong by your own people because yeah. you're thinking. I've got enough fights out here with the beast and everything. And you're, yeah. this is what you're doing, isn't it? 
But the fact remains that just views up being the same, that is not it's not enough. Exactly. It's not a colour, it's not a cultural thing. It's not yeah. that. It's a hu- humans, yeah. yeah. <laughs> humans are fucked up. Yeah. You get what I'm trying to say? Black, white, whatever. You get what I'm trying to say that? Like, and this is what it is. Because it's if people they that there's a saying that people say it always be your own people, man. Like it yeah. always be your own people. But it's not just your own people, it's everybody. It just hurts you more yeah. when it's your own. You know what I'm trying to say? It's what tricky yeah. we're saying, isn't it? Get up, <laughs> Alright, let's get to some headlines. <laughs> let's get to some headlines, please. I've got a problem. Alright. I have a problem. So, <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so our next headline. Pray for me. I had this in I had this in a different order, but I'm gonna say this particular headline next, right? And this is basically about um trigger warning here. Um, acts of terrorism, yeah, just yeah, racist stuff, rhetoric, and and stuff like this. So, a teenager who wanted to accelerate a race war in Britain has been convicted of planning a far right terror attack targeting police stations in Newcastle. Luke Skelton, who's now 19, carried out hostile reconnaissance and wrote a manifesto and a final note to spread his message after the attack. He denied preparing acts of terrorism in the year leading up to his arrest in October of 2021, but was convicted by a jury at Teesside Crown Court on Tuesday. His plot is among at least 37 foiled in Britain since March of 2017, of which over a third were extreme right wing. Detective Chief Superintendent James Dunkley, who is the head of counterterrorism police in North East, said that Skelton was not just a teenager with strong views, but a terrorist who wanted to cause serious harm. The defendant's anger towards society, together with with his extreme right-wing views, created a dangerous foundation from which his sinister plans were ultimately built. He was strongly motivated by his mindset, which continued to fuel his actions and his later offending, despite repeated attempts to draw him away from it. The former student who's autistic told jurors his writings were fantasia and that he did not want to harm anybody. But prosecutors said that he held racist, sexist, Islamophobic and anti-Semitic views, lionized far-right terror attacks um, around the world and saw violence as a way to achieve his political objectives. This guy was 19. In his final note, Skelton wrote that he aimed to accelerate the coming collapse and racial war in Britain when people would die in the thousands. He was drafted in January of 2021, months after staff at his school had reported him to the government's prevent counterterrorism scheme. Yeah, man, that's what people are doing. Uh, next thing takes us to Ecuador, where Ecuador's president, Guillermo Lasso, had asserted his innocence over corruption charges at an impeachment trial being held in the National Assembly. Mr. Lasso is 67 and has been accused of embezzling funds from public companies. The conservative leader told the opposition-controlled parliament his accusers lacked evidence and suggested that the trial was politically motivated. It's the second time he has tried to remove... It has tried um, to remove the president from office since he was sworn in in May of 2021. Impeachment proceedings last year failed to garner enough votes to make it to the trial stage. But last week, 88 out of 116 lawmakers present voted in favour of the trial going ahead, which was enough for it to take place. The trial represents the final stage of the impeachment proceedings and will culminate in a vote by lawmakers on whether Mr. Lasso should stay in office or be ousted. And the last headline here, (laughs) when I heard about this, when was this? Yes. No, when was that? The gym. Two days ago. Basically, um, you know, um, Fela, yeah? The legendary Afrobeat 
um, musician and politician and prophet. That great guy. His son, Sean Kuti. Huh? He's a prophet? Yeah, he's a prophet, man. Why, why not? Oh. I throw it in there as well. <laughs> he, he predicted bad things were happening in, in Nigeria. All this nonsense, the corruption that will continue and escalate. Mm. He spoke about this in, in his music. But anyway, his son, Sean Kuti, was arrested for allegedly assaulting a police officer. Apparently, he slapped the, <laughs> he slapped the hell out of the police officer, man. <laughs> yeah. What's your name? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so an order was made for the arrest of Kuti. Oh, there's a video. Oh, was it? Yeah. I've not seen the video, you know. Me neither. Oh, Ben, if you can find it, if you don't mind, okay. bring it up. Thank you. So order was made for his arrest. And him, Mr. Sean Kuti, is a Grammy-nominated saxophonist and singer. On Saturday, after a viral video, yeah, showed him on the road <coughs> shouting and apparently pushing and smacking a police officer. This is what police have said. Obviously, we're going to see the video in a minute. But he turned himself in early on Monday to the headquarters of the Lagos State Police Command, accompanied by a lawyer and a family representative, a police spokesperson, um, basically uh, related um, on Twitter. And um, yeah, the ongoing investigation will be detailed, transparent, professionally pursued, and a justice and justice will be manifestly served for all parties involved this is what benjamin hudenian said who is the com who's the um lawyer and family representative that he went to the police station with um again sean kuti is the youngest of fellow kuti's children um he was, he's 40 years old he's a charismatic figure and activist who who was bitterly critical of nigeria's uh military regimes well this is um fella you know what i'm saying but fella died in 1997 for those who are unaware but yeah man I guess it's, it's in the jeans, man. <laughs> in the jeans, you dealt with them. You ain't found it, bro. Nope. So, right. Can you use your imagination? <laughs> let's get into. Oh, it's not Word on the Road, is it? Is it Pepe's Journal? Yeah, let's go. Let's get into people. <laughs> That's what it said in the. Um, in, in, in Ooh, the, I in found the, it. Oh, sorry. Let's see, let's see. Let me put it up. <clears throat> said he was shouting and thing. You're gonna play. Civilian or uniform, stop the assault. Oh, he boxed him. By Nana. Published May 15, 2023. Oh, there are evidently lessons to learn, and the most important proper. is how we can have a holistic approach to these violent tendencies in all. It is easy to say Shihu Kuti slapped Nigeria, but when five soldiers beat up a priest with his collar and all recently, who beat him up? Nigeria. When a lady was assaulted two weeks ago by cowardly soldiers like in the presence of her yeah. little ward, you didn't even do that. You just hugged You can't yeah. nick him for that. And you took it as well. Even <laughs> if I'm a judge, I'm saying you idiot. You yeah. let that. Nah. I understand. Yeah. You, you, you can't nick him for that. You boxed you clean. That wasn't even like a tussle or a struggle or yeah. nothing. That was just a clean box. You got to hug that. <laughs> oh, yeah. but, so, Emmanuel, like mm. in Nigeria, once is it you have power, mm -hmm. you can basically be. Your own authority. I mean, to some degree. Because he just slapped the police and he's like, oh. Sorry. Yeah, but but I don't think Sean because he has power like that. He he might have like traditional power. You know what I'm saying? So when that guy felt the slap, he recognized the power. <laughs> you, know <what> I'm <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? His legs, his leg just stopped working. Oh. You know what I'm saying? So it's different. And you know what I mean? Sean, he didn't even. <laughs> 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 Brother, he didn't even pause. Like he just slapped and continued. I'm telling you, 
Like he knew there would be no repercussion for what he was doing. He's a different type of guy, you know. He's an activist. He's a real, you know, serious guy. That was a proper box. Like he was always going to box him. He didn't box him with no fear yeah. of repercussion or like anything. That was. He stopped the card knowing I'm going to slap this guy. Yeah, he knew that 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 that, that smack was going to stick. Like I'm, gonna, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm boxing him. Like that's like, who are you talking to? Because you know you're talking to him with pointing your fingers. You're, you're, you're talking, he boxed him. Look, look at this. Look at this. Look at how he's like. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He's, he's oh, is this a different. Is this a different angle of it? No, the left. Yeah, is that a different angle? Because I thought it was. I was. Oh no, it's the same thing. So just a video. I've just paused it. Okay, okay. So he's 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 brushing him down right now. Mm-hmm. He's telling him what he did that was wrong. And after he slaps him, boom. He goes, ah, okay. And he's still, he yeah. still. He touched. Listening. He touched his head. He said, "Are you mad? Are you mad?" He was still listening. Exactly. Yeah. The same way we would clutch our face when we get licks and still listen to our parents. Obviously, we're cussing our head, but. Why? Yeah. Big up Sean Kuti, man. So, um, first round, sorry, pardon me, guys. Welcome to the People's Journal. Where I give you the news from an economics point of view. I ain't got much to talk about um, today. Um, but, first thing I want to talk about is a landlord's apparently will now be banned from evicting tenants with no justification as part of a long-promised overhaul of the private rental sector in England. So a new law is to be put forward in, in Parliament, which is basically going to be a, abolishing no-fault evictions, right, and end bans on tenants claiming benefits. The bill would also make it easier for landlords to repossess properties from antisocial tenants. Pardon me. Um, housing campaign has said that the bill was a huge op- opportunity to improve the lives of 11 million renters in England. Right. So basically, under the new law, tenants will be given the legal right to request a pet in their in their homes, which the landlord, listen to this, cannot unreasonably refuse. Are you hearing this? A pet. A pet. The law will also make it illegal for a landlord to refuse tenancies to families with children or those in receipt of benefits. This is incredible. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, I think I, p- people really don't understand, I, I think, the long-term consequences of this type of stuff, man. Like, ah, uh, yeah, man. Sorry, what, I missed it. What did I do? All right, so there's a few things, right? So basically, one of them is um, tenants will be given the legal right to request a pet in their home, right? Which landlords cannot unreasonably refuse. Also, the law will also make it illegal for landlords to refuse tenancies to families with children or those in benefits. You know, sometimes landlords be like, nah, your benefit, you're on benefits, I don't want to give it to you. Not necessarily because, oh, you're just on benefits, but because sometimes if you don't do a particular thing, your benefits could get stopped, which means I don't get the payment because you are not opening letters, because you're not maybe giving the information to the council, this, that, and the third, when they're requesting certain things. Mm. So I don't want to deal with that. So this is why landlords don't want to take on people with benefits sometimes. Or this is why sometimes they want the money to go straight from the council to them. The council doesn't like to do that. They like to give it straight to the tenant, who then gives it to you. If the tenant's tenant. got an issue with certain things, you're not going to pay. You get more. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. So landlords don't want to do that. So it's hard being a landlord, man. It is. I've watched some shows with these landlords and these these things going on. I didn't know they were. Correct. I didn't know they were real. Yeah. If that makes sense. I didn't yeah. know. I didn't know that I could spend my hard-earned money <laughs> and own something that's mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On paper. But use it will let somebody else just come and just do whatever they want to the place with no real repercussions or anything. And then yeah. I ain't got no right. So if they're in there, you can tell are uh, you tell me I can't tell them to come out on this nonsense. Like, what's the point in buying the yard in the first place? Like that don't even make no sense. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's just all a joke because it gives you, they want to give you the idea of control. You don't really own anything because they, when you buy a property in England, they like lease it to you or something like that. Or like, like the land, the land's still owned by the monarchy. Like, if, you, if you're buying like, uh, no, if, if you buy your own like house and stuff, hmm? the land is yours. It's, it's freehold. No, but there's um, they, there's I, I, where would I see this? I don't want to. There's some kind of loophole. If the if they wanted to, if the queen or the monarchy wanted to do something or make something somewhere, mm. the fact that you own the yard is not enough to stop them because the land is 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 theirs kind of thing. I think I know what you're talking about. I think I know what you're talking about. Um, because I feel like there's um, even even though you own your property and your land or whatever, there's certain things you can't do. Yeah. On your land, like you need permission from councils, you need permission from this and that. So I think I don't know. I need to look into it properly. I don't want mm. to talk out my ass and I don't know what I'm mm. talking about. But I feel like I was onto something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Like I think I know what you're talking about, but I just don't know enough about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know what you're talking about. I don't know. Um, someone in the chat said, "Oh, Emmanuel has no empathy whatsoever." <laughs> 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 my good brother, please call in, man. Tell me why. What happened? But yeah. So yeah, that, so so that that's basically the the situation um, at hand with regards to um, new um, reform when it comes into the the private rental sector. Also, guess what? Bird flu has been detected, man. Bird flu has been detected in two poultry workers in this UK. Uh, the cases are believed to be linked to exposure to sick birds on a single poultry farm, where two people were known to have recently worked, of course. But neither, neither one of the workers have suffered symptoms of infection and both of the cases uh, were found during the, uh, I'm not too sure it was a random screening, but I'm assuming there was some type of something in it because there's no symptoms. So there must have, yeah, it, maybe it was a random screening. But yeah, these to say two people have got bird flu. Um, the UK HSA is running a program of testing workers who deal with birds infected with av- avian flu, bird flu. Um, but also running an asymptomatic testing situation as well. So hopefully, obviously, that doesn't spread into anything crazy. Um, next thing I wanted to mention quickly is Liz Truss is back in the news, man. She's not back in the, to really do anything significant, to be fair. No disrespect to her. But um, she apparently will be using her trip to Taiwan to make a personal plea that um, Rishi Sunak um, brand China as a threat to UK security. Um, Trust is going to be using use a speech in, in Tapaya City on Wednesday, right, to challenge the Prime Minister to deliver on the language he used during the last summer's um, Conservative Party leadership contest. So the thing man was promising when they were campaigning to become the next Prime Minister after Boris Johnson, she's basically now saying, follow through with that, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, China is, is a threat and it's about time you recognise this. She even said, she said they're the biggest long-term threat to Britain, which I understand, obviously... I don't know if she means it in any other way um, other than economic, economically, but that's what she's saying. She said last summer, the now British Prime Minister described China as the biggest long-term threat to Britain and said Confucius um, Institutes should be closed. He was right, and we need to see that those policies are enacted urgently. The UK's integrated review needs to be amended to state clearly that China is a threat. Confucius Institutes should be closed down immediately. Instead, a service could be provided by organisations with the support of Hong Kong nationals and Taiwanese nationals who have come to the UK on a free basis. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. But the people journal. 
All right, then, have we got us? What this? Are we with more headlines? Yeah, more headlines, more headlines please. <laughs> All right, people. So next headline takes us to um, some stuff that's happening in the Twitter world and Saudi Arabia here. And um, yeah, so basically a U.S. activist has filed a racketeering lawsuit against Twitter and senior Saudi officials on behalf of her brother, who is a Saudi aid worker who was forcibly, dis- who basically was forcibly made to disappear, basically. And then later sentenced to 20 years in jail for using a sat- satirical an anonymous Twitter account to mock the Riyadh government. So the lawsuit by Arij al-Sadan alleges that Twitter has become a participant tool in a campaign of transnational repression by Saudi authorities as part of the company's effort to monetize its relationship with the kingdom. Saudi Arabia is Twitter's second largest investor after Elon Musk. Did you guys know that? Saudi Arabia, yeah. Let me just Google bad that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yo, they're doing a lot over there, you know. Like, mm. um, uh, you, you guys just mentioned the whole thing about, um, obviously, getting into the football thingy. The other day, I saw a video about how um, they've got now the biggest safari outside of Africa. Oh, is it? Safari in, in Arabia, you know. <laughs> like, what, what's going on there? So, yeah, they, they've apparently just, like most of the things over there, it's um, artificial and whatnot, innit? but they've got thousands of, um, of animals and, and this, that, and the third that they've taken from Africa. Not just taking them, obviously, bought properly, right? And um, yeah, they're, they're doing stuff over there, man. So yeah, they're really changing their country, man. Really, yeah, doing. Ain't that where they're building the wall as well? Yes. There, isn't it? The city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that thing. That it? long, yeah, 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 that yeah, long yeah, thing, yeah, self-contained thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, man. At the heart of the case lies the story of Arij's brother, who's Abdul Rahman, who's a former aid worker with the Red Crescent who has not been seen or heard since 2021 when the Saudi court sentenced him to 20 years in prison and a 20-year travel ban for use for his use of Twitter. The lawsuit, which was filed at the U.S. District Court in the Northern, um, Northern District of California Tuesday, contains critical new details about Mr. Abdulrahman's story, including that the former aid worker created his anonymous Twitter account while living in the U.S. He did so, the complaint alleges, in order to call out hypocrisy in the kingdom's ruling family. He then returned to Saudi Arabia in 2014 before being kidnapped by the kingdom's secret police in March of 2018. So they've been, they've been tracking him, man. U.S. prosecutors have separately uh, um, established that Saudi authorities illegally obtained confidential data about Twitter users between 2014 and 2015 from two covert Saudi um, government agents who were working for the company. So the so-called Twitter spies targeted individuals like Mr. Abdul Rahman, um, this is what the suit is alleging, um, people like him who were posting critical or embarrassing information about Saudi Arabia and its royal family. Again, the lawsuit alleges that even as Twitter's two Saudi employees, Ali Al-Zabara and um, Ahmed Al-Mutari, um, who are now wanted by the FBI, by the way, and are believed to be living in Saudi Arabia, um, they were illegally obtaining confidential user data um, that Saudi Arabia was simultaneously um, using to, so yeah, to do certain things, man, and increase their equity stake in Twitter as well. So the information submitted to Saudi authorities included names, birth dates, device identifiers, phone numbers, IP addresses, IP session histories of anonymous users. And this is how they they got this this gentleman who is now um, just missing, man. Sad. Um, next headline: uh, trigger warning here. 
and this was about um, abduction, right, kidnapping. And um, I believe it, yeah, anyway, let me just get straight into it. So basically a young girl who was abducted by her mother in Illinois has finally been found safe six years after she vanished, you know, when a North Carolina store owner recognized her from where? A Netflix show. <laughs> Crazy. Kayla Unbehorn uh, was nine years old when she disappeared without trace while in the care of her mother, Heather Unbehorn. I may be pronouncing uh, the surname wrong. But yeah, it was, in the, it was on the 4th of July, 2017, and Kayla had gone for a visit with her mother who had visitation rights, but not full custody of her. The next day, Kayla's father, who had full custody, went to pick her up from her mother's house in Illinois, Wheaton, Illinois, to find his daughter and her mother was missing. A search was launched to track down the abducted child, but for years the trail went cold. However, Kayla's story wasn't forgotten, and the case was featured on an episode of Netflix's Unsolved Mysteries, um, and that particular show was called Abducted by a Parent. Last month, the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children released an age progression photo to show how Kayla may look now, because she's now 15, almost six years after she vanished, a chance sighting more than 600 miles away in North Carolina had finally led to authorities locating the missing child. An unidentified owner of a store in Asheville spotted Kayla, now 15, in a local shopping center and recognized her from the Netflix show. The Good Samaritan called the police who found Kayla and took her into protective custody. Miss Umbehorn, the mother, was arrested and charged with one count of child abduction according to the Kane uh, to to the Kane County's state attorney's office she's been held on a $250,000 bond and further charges are also possible yeah man it's glad I'm, I'm glad that they found her but yeah where was she that under dress um i'm not too sure you know i, I think it's just one of those things where what it sounds like this to me i'm not too sure um that where just contention between the parents and the mom just wanted full custody and just took her you know what i'm saying so but the, but full custody was really for the dad. Okay. Yeah. So they've gone for like a good six years, man. Crazy. But yeah, hopefully she, at least the mum hopefully was looking after her, innit? properly. But yeah. She would have been. She was walking around the shopping centre. She was cool. <laughs> <laughs> she was. She was straight. You remember that they done a raid and took her out of the, out the basement in the yard yeah. and things. She was buying candy in the shop. <laughs> <laughs> but but you never know why like the mum didn't get full custody. You know what I'm saying? Like, because typically they're just giving it to mums. You're saying she must have been a bad person not to, or done something oh, shaky oh, yeah, not to get something. the custody, innit? Mm. But then... Or maybe she was vulnerable. She had, you know what I mean? An addiction or something. I don't know. I hear it though, man. You just hug it, man. You just take, you just do the do the, do, do the crime, do the time, man. This is it. You got six years with your daughter that you wouldn't have got. Mm. Right. Last headlines. A little update of what um, we reported on earlier in this week. And this is about um, the situation with uh, Malawi's Rastafarian children and how they're now um, allowed to return to school now that the ban has been lifted. So about 1,200 Rastafarian children in Malawi are expected to return to state schools over the next month after being banned for a decade because of their hair. After a landmark decision at the High Court in March, letters have now been sent out to about 7,000 schools telling headteachers that the exclusion of children with dreadlocks from the classroom has been ruled as unconstitutional. There's not much to um, not much more to it, to this, um, but yeah, that's pretty much it, man. So at least they they rectify certain things. Beautiful. All right, and that's cool. it for the headlines. Let's get into the reaction. <clears throat> not 
to react to today. Last night, Inter Milan eased their way into the Champions League final. They beat AC 1-0. Um, no, that weren't. That's the first game. Nah, 2-0 no. was the first game. Was the first game. Yeah. You sure? Yeah. yeah, this was the second leg. Okay. But today is the big game. Man City and Real Madrid. Yeah. Oh, no, man. That um, Inter Milan AC tie seemed very underwhelming. Mm. You get what I'm trying to say? It's not, there's, not, there's not a lot going on there. Yeah. I feel like the winner of the Champions League is playing tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The winner of the Champions League is playing tonight. So all roads lead to... Oh, they done Bernabeu already. Eh, hey, how did it? Yeah. All yeah. roads lead to Eh, tonight, man. Man City versus Real Madrid. Is it 1-1? It is at the moment, yeah. Yes. It's 1-1, yeah. isn't it? Mm-hmm. This is a shootout to the it finals. Is. It's a cup final. This is a yeah. big game. I'm going to be invested. I shall be watching football tonight. Definitely going to take this one in. So we'll let you know how that went tomorrow. Um, in Avenues, I didn't watch it, but... The um, playoffs was taking place and Sunderland went into the playoff with a 1-0 win, 1-0 advantage. And they lost 2-0, man. They got dumped out. So I think Luton are going to the finals. We don't know who they're playing yet because they have a playoff games today. But Luton are in the playoff finals. Sunderland, I would have liked to see Sunderland back in the Prem, man. Mm. thought they were going to do it. And Ahmad's been over there cooking <laughs> as well. But um, yeah, I'll let you know who they're playing tomorrow. And um, lastly... In sports news, basically, um, Sheikh Jassim bin Hamid Al Thani. Mm. First of his name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's forwarded. He's forwarded with another bid now. You get me. So the um, story's been going around that um, Ineos and um, Sir Jim Ratcliffe are basically the preferred bidders for the um, Glazer family. It's not a hundred percent bid. I think it might be 50 or something. And then the Glazers will get the opportunity to stay around for two or four years before the eventual takeover. The problem is, is that obviously the, the Sheik wanted to do a 100% bid. Jim Radcliffe's bid is not 100%. Mm-hmm. But Jim Radcliffe's bid, even though it's not 100%, it works out to more than what the, the uh, Sheik's bid in. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Mm. Because if you if it was 100% at the rate at the price he's giving, it would work, it would value the club at 6 billion or something, basically. Mm. And I don't think the Sheik's gone into 6 billion all mm. one time. But they're saying now he's come with a um, last ditch 11th hour thing. He's been doing last ditches, no? No, nah, <laughs> because, nah, because he was involved. There was the, the free rounds of bidding. He's been involved in the free rounds of bidding. And he's been going through it. And this final, I don't know why they came up with this stupid system about these rounds and dates and mm. all this. Like, they don't even work like that. I don't know anyway. But he's been involved in it. It's just up until this final round now. And then the story came out. It's like Ratcliffe is in front, isn't it? Yeah. And then I didn't hear nothing for a few days. And it's like, now nah, he's saying, no, nah, actually, you know what? I'm pulling up. If he's got, if he's worth anything, if he's got money, go and buy that club, mm. man. Yeah, there must be like a method to the madness, right? Because in my head, if I'm selling a club, I'll just want to take the highest bidder, right? Yeah, but I think you've got to drum up the support. And <clears throat> I hear that. But the way they've done it, it to me, it sounds weird. Yeah, shaking. There must be a method to it that I don't know about, but it just sounds weird. It's like you're leaving too much a chance. Well, the method is... the meth- not the, We don't know what the method is, but the, like there is, a, there is a method to the madness. They get, they, they've got... They've basically kind of got their six billion valuation, kind of, which is, which is loads, bro. Which is which is that's world record stuff. What did Chelsea? Chelsea went for what? 
Four. Mm. You get what I say? Four, two, four, mm. yeah, whatever, whatever. Six billion is a lot <clears throat> of money. For example, <clears throat> you know the whole, um, you have one opportunity to put your bid in. Yeah. And I've told you what the valuation I think is. Yeah. And then the highest bidder basically gets it. Wouldn't you then take the number and then go to the, to basically these people said that they're going to pay this much. You're going to raise it? You're going to, yeah, yeah, what yeah. do you do that? But ain't that what they're doing though, essentially? Is it? Well, because when when you when you when you um, because if that's the case, then the man with the most money should never lose. But this is what's so confusing about the situation, because the sheik's got the most money. Mm. He's so, got the entire state. Yeah. So why isn't he just? This is what I'm saying. That's why I said I don't understand the method. What for? What the greatest method or the sheik's method though? Because I don't understand what the sheik's doing. I don't understand why he ain't just pulled his money. Like, if you're going to go that high, I don't understand why he didn't just do it in the first place. I know no one, no matter how much money you got, yeah, six billion pounds is six billion pounds, yeah? And when your first bid's five, you don't go, you don't throw another billion on top. That's just not how it works. You're not going to go from five to six. You get me? I think that bid that they got there now from the Sheik's probably five and a half. Realistically, me just, just doing the maths of everything that's going on. I reckon it's probably five and a half. And he's saying is you'll take it, you can get it all now up front, take it or leave it. Mm. Kind of thing. I don't think he's gone six. Because if he's gone six, there wouldn't be enough to talk about. It. They'll just take it. He's not. He's not going to go six. That's Maybe cool. it's the involvement of the Glazers that isn't part of the Sheikh's deal. Yeah, well, the Glazers have probably seen that this this company's this company's. Uh, even if I'm going to get whatever, how many billions? Yeah, I don't know if I'm leaving this on the table. Like, I know it's all contentious and people don't like me. And If I could have like a little percentage of this, I can even just get a little kickback going forward. <laughs> like, why wouldn't I do that? Precisely. Like, this place is... But if that's also the case. The Sheikh could nice them. If I'm the Outside Sheikh... of it. If I'm the Sheikh, I'll give them anything they want because he's not... You're not buying Man United to make money. It's not about making money. It when are you, isn't. When are you going to make your money back? You you, you want to, your stature in the world. Money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your stature in the world, what's yeah. going on in the West, all this sports washing. Uh, uh, yeah, priceless. Basically. It's priceless. And, yeah, yeah. and there's not, there's not a, that's the, that's the, that's the, that's the, um, that's the jewel in the crown. Yeah. There's nothing bigger than that. Maybe Real Madrid, but they couldn't have won. No, 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 no Arab man couldn't own Real Madrid. That's ridiculous. <laughs> you get know what I'm trying to say? You say it's ridiculous because of the nature of the Spanish um, Just because it's Real Madrid. They wouldn't do that. It's Real Madrid. It's, it, like, United's probably the biggest club in the world, but it's really Real Madrid. Like, mm. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? Like, they wouldn't do that. They couldn't do that. United's different. Like, and that's what I say. Them man, they can't leave that on, this, on the table. United being up for sale, how do you leave that on the table? With... Basically, yeah, when they're doing their when they're doing their sports washing and they're doing their dick measuring and whatnot, whatnot, and the Saudis got this and Qatar's got that, yeah, and, probably the, and the, Abu Dhabi's the got biggest, that. Yeah, Willie. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the biggest things out there. You get me? You don't. There's no. There's no. He's, he's shitting on everyone yeah, once yeah. he owns United. Yeah, yeah. So I don't understand why he's playing. Yeah. I'll just. Do it. Here's a seven. Seven. Yeah. Oh, you only want to take seven, Gilly, because you know what? I'll go ahead like that. Yeah, yeah. But, but if it's worth five, right, or four, for example, you ask me to pay seven. But it's <laughs> not the business acumen that he's basically saying, I want the world to know that I'm a great businessman, right? Yeah. <laughs> money, he, he tells people what money means. Yeah. Do you know that? Yeah, but it's still, it's, it's still like, it's still being ripped off though. Like, what, what, why are you spending? No, but Marx just said it isn't about being seen as being ripped off. Because what he's looking for mm -hmm. is priceless. Yeah, that, you can't put a, a price on that. 
Like he can't let that. He if he's won his so long as they make out, and it clearly it is, it's documented. Mm. Yeah, he can't let that go. Mm. How can you let United go, bro? Mm. Like mm. you pay what you gotta pay, you get it over yeah. the line, bro. And you do you, it when you lose it. You didn't realize it was just half a billion that you decided to squabble over. Do you get what I'm you saying? Still have all of that there, and you make it in a week. If your money's as long as they're saying, you get that, bro. Yeah. Like, are you mad? Because if, if I'm that chic, that's my club. Mm. I, I don't care. Mm. I don't give a shit. Mm. So, I don't know. Well, maybe, I guess, maybe I guess he was, he was, um, he has that mentality, but he's still thinking, I don't want to be spending more than I need to. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, cool. If it goes down to the, to, to the last thing, to the, to the final wire or whatever, and, then, oh, well, so he, you're saying he is going to win in the end. He just doesn't want to be... Yeah, potentially. Oh, yeah. yeah. Could be doing that. That's good news for you, Mugs. I mean, either way, I think it's all right, you know? I'll be, I'll be honest yeah. with you. In yeah. Austin, um, the Ratcliffe? Brother, Roman Abramovich has got worth nine billion. Jim, Sir Jim's worth 13 and a half or something like that. If you told me Roman was taking over United, I'll tell you you were back because I know what Roman's on. I've seen how he moves. But mm. does Sir... Radcliffe move like Roman because he was maybe not, but he's got the resources too. Is what I'm saying. It's not like a no, but Roman was willing to basically be as ruthless as hell though with his resources. I get you, but I'm Would just saying Radcliffe do that. I don't know, but he's got the means to though. That's the point. That that's what you want. We don't. I don't, can't speak what's mm. in his heart and in his head. Look at our people. We got the means. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't moving like Roman. You've got money over there, innit? Mm-hmm. You have got bread. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I want you guys to be purchased by the, the Arab nation, to be honest. Yeah, because I think you just want us to be... It becomes the next thing. You want us to be marred. You want us to be marred in 100%, controversy. No, 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 not even that. Because you see how Man City is now... Nobody cares when Man City wins the league anymore. Yeah. Oh, you're saying that United's going to get like that? I'm saying. No, nah, that's... I'm saying. I'm, I'm going to play the long game. <laughs> oh, you won again? <laughs> you won again? <laughs> right. uh, no, I couldn't get like that, man. United. But yeah, man, that's the end of our reaction news, man. Let's get into Dunn out here. Um, obviously, we had a two man show today, so I've been very present and engaged. Which wow. me? <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> you said this is why it's a really good because I had to. <laughs> <laughs> no, the point I'm making is I haven't gone forward in the deck. Ah, right. Okay. You get me? Usually, while we're while we're talking, I go ahead and I preempt what I want to mm. talk about at the end of the show. Mm. So we kept you engaged, which is good. I guess. Kept me engaged, which is good. But now it means you are getting this in real time. <laughs> That's all it means that you're getting this in real time. So, oh shit, what happened there? So let's just go to something easy and I'll read it with you. Why is this scrolling? Why, how long am I scrolling for? What the hell? Sorry, people. One second. She's live streamed herself drinking. What's this about? Let's go away quickly because... People shouldn't drink and drive. Yeah, you shouldn't be drunk and drive here, yeah. but you definitely shouldn't mm-hmm. be drinking, like actively drinking and driving and filming yourself as well. That is brazy. So this out of control TikTok star live streamed herself. Yeah, because she was drinking behind the wall, Asda. Oh, oh, it's about racism. 
She pleads guilty to racially abusing the Polish police officer who detained her. Oh, the police are damn bad today. They're getting it. Ah, <laughs> oh, let me. Is there is is there footage? Did she film herself drinking? And she's got a hundred thousand followers on 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 TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. People are really stupid, isn't it? And I think she thinks she must have some kind of pretty privilege where they can do what they want. Yeah, she's she's mistaken. All right, then I'm trying to. I'm, I'm, are you looking for the thing? The what? The article. Let's see this TikTok again. Just girl. to see some of the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Emails. Mm, let, me, let me not say that. Let me not say that. I want to know. I want to know what her crime was. So she's being racist. Yeah. There's a mm. lot. Of, there's a lot of racism out there. Yeah. I want to know if she was drinking. So, oh, mm. you cooked the books, Eman. She weren't driving. She no. got. She'd stopped. Oh. Yeah. The influencer was removed from the car in handcuffs before shouting, I've got no keys in my ignition. There's no keys in my ignition. I'm allowed to park up and drink. I'm not driving. So why are you arresting me? Is that allowed? Hmm. I'm not too sure, you know. But I've, I've heard like quite a few times that obviously if the key's in the ignition, then obviously you're considered thingy. You can get nicked for sleeping drunk in your car in the driver's side. Yeah. Isn't it? Yep. The key don't have to be in the ignition. If you're sleeping in the driver's side of your car and you're drunk, you can get, you can get nicked, right? I'm sure. Ooh. Am I wrong, people? I said, oh, man. The rules for driving and drinking and even being parked up, yeah, are a bit shaky. Yeah. Yeah? I remember seeing that on the episode that Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> but that was obviously in America, yeah. Where, where the, the, the wife, exactly like that, she was like, oh, I, I don't think I could drive like this. Let me just chill. And she fell asleep. She got arrested. Okay, because uh, I said this to someone. I've said this to someone before, yeah. And I'm nearly sh- People, help me in the chat if you can. I'm nearly sure, yeah, you will get... You're not allowed to sit in your car drunk. And 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 even if you got... Even if the engine ain't on, if you've got your keys on you, you're not allowed to sit in your driver's side drunk and sleep and stuff like that. Mm. I think that's. I think they can arrest you for that, right? Let me double check. I think you need to ask Bard, man. Mm-hmm. Man said the key's got to be in the ignition. No, if you're on the driver's side, you'll get wrapped. Yep, I think, I think, that, I think that's illegal. Okay, cool. So she's in the wrong... She She's in the wrong anyway. Oh, I wish I had a chance here because I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> I'm trying to say that. I'm trying to read the story in real time to try and get to the crux of it, get to the bottom of it, to find out where the juice is, yeah? And I am lost. E-Man told me she, he filmed, she filmed herself drinking and driving. That's what, that's what the header said to me. Come to find out, she didn't. So now I don't know what's going on. One second, people. One second. <laughs> She's racist. Is why is she racist to the Polish woman? Where's this person from? Is this is that like white on white crime? She looks like she might be from like the Middle East or something. Like a Persian thing or something. Mm. Her name is Sahi. Yeah. She was arrested on the suspicion of drink driving. Bro, when was she driving? I can't do this, people. I can't get into this story. It's too much. <laughs> I'm so I'm so sorry. I was misled. I thought this girl was streaming necking shots on the motorway or something like that. And she wasn't. Oh, she's mixed. She's um English and Punjabi. Okay. Yes. Mm. But 
I don't know if she's done it here then, to be honest with you, because I'm not actually sure what she's done. Because she she told the officer, learn 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 English, you European, you learn English, you European, whatever you are. <laughs> exactly. At this, this day and age, can you imagine? From migrant parents, she's Suella Braverman's cousin. Man. <laughs> <laughs> this is the kind of this is the kind of thing that Suella Braverman is breeding. Mm. So I'm trying to say, this mm-hmm. is it. I said you're European, whatever you are. There was no need for that. Well, she's done it here because she's racist at the very at the very minimum. You get me? People, mm. people of color can be racist, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> In a completely separate incident, she was arrested on suspicion of drink driving, but she failed again to provide. She later admitted the charge as a result. So he's currently serving two current, two concurrent driving disqualifications and has secured hundreds of pounds worth of fines. Well, she's banned from driving at the least. She better not drive again because they send people to prison for that boy. They send mm. people to prison for driving for fun. Like anyone can get it. But yeah, mm. basically she's a racist and she's an idiot and she pleaded guilty, so I'm guessing she's done it. And if I read that story, mm. you wouldn't have heard about it. See what the guy said to her though? What did he, he say? Said, he said, I'm a servant officer and a Polish national. It took hard work and courage to become a police officer. I had to prove I speak good enough English and pass tests. I worked to exactly the same criteria as my British colleagues. Almost every day I'm subject to some sort of derogatory comment. Do you feel do you feel for him? I mean, he, he might just be a guy who just wants to be out there, do some good out there, go back to his family, man. And this person telling me that I'm a, I'm a European wherever you are. Why? These times you're like me. You're 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 a foreigner. We ain't like you. I ain't got no sympathy for Babylon. One <laughs> Babylon. We ain't the same, Killy. Yeah, you whatever so and so. They all done that here, man. All of them, man. Let's get into our draw, man. All right, as well, we got to the end of the show. We made it. Thanks for being there with us. Um, thanks, everybody, for coming in. All our wonderful guests. Shout out to Brendan Eman in the building. You don't know the routine. Like the video. Share it. It's going to be up all day. Share it with your people, them. All that good stuff. We've got the community. It's thriving. Yeah. Shouts out to the mods. Shouts out to everybody in the chat. Everybody, um, yeah, man. That was it, man. It was a great day. We'll see you we'll see you on tomorrow, man. <laughs> Ciao. <laughs>